Hi friends out there, this is me Cherita Iman and hi, I hope you're doing well and stay safe and also stay healthy. Today I would love to talk with you about the hope, the hope from the God, why we must wait for the hope with the faith. Hopelessness often comes at the points in your life when you feel you have hit a rock bottom. But as I always like to point out, God will often let us hit rock buttons so that He will discover that He is the rock at the bottom. Hopelessness is often born out of difficulties, defeat, and discouragement. And while these things are painful, there are a season when the Lord Jesus our suffering to grow and strengthen us. There are times when He sees to fit strip us of our self-sufficiency. Friends, we shouldn't run from the difficulties or try to cope up our weight out of the lessons we learn. It's not a pleasant and it's not happy. I understand, but it will produce in you in a better life than you ever imagined. If you let it, don't resist to grow. Jesus said, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for they shall she God. In Matthew 5, verses 3. Those who are spiritually broken will be blessed because they will see God in a way unlike most others. They will experience His reality and presence flowing through their lives in a uniquely personal manner. Scripture promises that God remains close to those who are broken and He makes them stronger than before. In Psalm 34 verses 8 says, The Lord is near to the brokenhearted and save those who are crushed in spirit. In Isaiah 61 verses 3 said, teaches that God will give those who mourn and broken a garland instead of ashes, the oil of gladness instead of mourning, the mantle of praise instead of spirit offending. So they will be called oaks of righteousness, the planting of the Lord that he might be glorified. We have all seen restored furnitures. Restoring furniture involves stripping away old furnace or paint with strong chemicals. This refills all the knocks, crannies, and original spots on the pieces of the furniture. The sanding takes place next where the wood is ripped with the coarse and pepper in order to level out its imperfections. Then the furniture is ready to receive a new sense or paint colors. It's ready for a new look. New glory can be given to the old furniture, and God can do the same thing with you. He can put a new glory inside your old life, but He must first strip away the blemishes while also sending away the strongholds in order to bring you to a place of purity and dependence on Him. The Lord longs to bless and restore you, but He also wants to transform you into the process Sometimes the greatest path to healing involves embracing the heart while understanding God is after you your greater good. Just like an athlete experiencing pain in taking him or her to the next level of strength, God often uses the painful times in our lives to make us stronger. Today I want you to thank him for what he is doing and can do through the trial of your face. I'm not asking you to thank him for the trial as that may be too hard to do right now, but I would like you to thank him for the good 
he is producing through them. And we know that sometimes following Jesus can take you directly into the heart of storms, into the heart of hopelessness. That's what happened to Jesus' disciples on the Sea of Galilee. They were simply doing what he had been told to do and went up in one of the worst nights of their lives. We read immediately he made the disciples get into the boat and go and go ahead of him to the other side in Matthew 14 verses 22. Did you catch them? Jesus made them get into the boat. The disciples were being obedient. They were reading Bibles, listening to the words, and doing what it said. But then it happened. Wine spawned their boat, threatening to destroy them. The scripture says, but the boat was already a long distance from the land better by the waves. In Matthew 14 verses 24, have you ever felt blown about or bettered in the middle of doing exactly what you believe God told you to do? I know I have. I wish I could tell you that following Jesus means you will never have to face any storms. I wish I could tell you that it means the worst of this life will always be calm, but I can't because the Bible says otherwise. The Bible is full of stories about a people who face hard time while doing exactly what God wanted them to do. The disciples are one of the examples. The Israelites are another examples. When the Israelites reached the Red Sea, Pro and his army were behind them. Water stretched for miles in front of them. There was nowhere to go even though they had gone exactly where God had sent them. They discovered, as many of us have discovered, that you can be both in the center of God's will and still stuck in what appears to be hopeless situations. That being so, I never want you to confuse trial or hopelessness with an absence of God or His plan. He has a purpose for the storms He allows in our lives. There is a lot of preaching today as well as many Christians book that tell you that if you follow Jesus, you will never have to face any challenges again in this life. But that wasn't true for Jesus or anyone else who followed him. This is because God sometimes allows trials into our life in order to reveal himself to us in a way that he wouldn't have known him otherwise. But whether or not we benefit from this trial or they defeat us depend largely on how we view them and how we respond to God in the middle of them. Being in trial is never fun, but you don't have to go through it alone. The downfall in the economy might have put pressures on your financial life, maybe you've lost your job due to, the no, to no fault of your aunt, or maybe these pressures have increased the strain at home in your family and you are facing a storm in your marriage or with your kids. Whatever your storm may be, but you are not alone. Jesus is with you and he will see you through. Listen for his voice, look for him, remember if life ever makes you feel like you are drowning, your lifeguard was on words. Because we know that when we are lose our hope, we have lost everything in our life. If we can simply define, hope is the belief that my tomorrow will be better than my today. 
David knew about the power of hope when life looked hopeless. In Psalm 42 verses 1 say, As the deer pants for the water brooks, so my soul pants for you, O God. Without reading this into the possum, it sounds as if everything is okay with David, but it's not. Verse 3 says, My tears have been my food day and night. Friends, when your tears are your food day and night, that means you are really suffering from hopelessness and despair. As David paints this psalm, he is depressed and his soul is discouraged, and yet he says he's going to remember the Lord. The Lord will come in his loving kindness, David writes in verses 8. True, God has not done it yet. David has confidence that he will. So he talks to himself. He writes to himself. He journals about his faith in God. There are times when life crumbles around you. Your friend might not be nervy or maybe telling you what the wrong things when you need to take it upon yourself to speak to yourself. Look at yourself in the mirror and speak God's truth. Write notes to yourself and leave them in a place you will see them. Encourage yourself. This is what David did on several occasions. He asked himself, why are you in this place, O oh my soul? And why you have you become disturbed within me? He doesn't deny his pain or avoid it. Rather, he addresses it and tells himself what to do. Hope in God, for I shall yet praise him. The, the help of my countenance and my God in verses 11. What changed David's feelings of hopelessness and discouragement? He looked in a different directions. He looked at the, what God was going to do even though he couldn't see it at the time. In other words, he looked by faith. The way to overcome the emotional stronghold of despair, depressions, or hopelessness is to face forwarding through the tough time, the battle scenes, the drought to the end. Look toward the place where you surrender your thoughts to the love, grace, and faithfulness of God. When you do that, then the things that is causing you to feel the way you do will no longer on you. Whatever is going wrong in your life will not have the last word. Remember, Satan might have a word. The doctor might have a word. Your jobs, your friends are supposed might have a word. But God always has the final word. In Lamentation 3, Jeremiah was nothing short of depressed, but instead of following it, remember God. When he began to turn his thoughts toward the goodness of God, in spite of the fact that he couldn't see goodness at the moment, he started to feel differently about the mess that he was in. In fact, in the first acting of Lamentation 3, Jeremiah let us know that he has lost all hope. He has lost all hope and yet we see his hope returns when he returns his stuff toward God. We read, remember my afflictions and my wandering, my, the wormwood and bitterness, surely my soul remember and is bowed down with me. This I recall to my mind, therefore I have hope. The Lord's loving kindness indeed never kisses or his compassions never fail, they are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, say my soul, therefore I have hope in him. 
in Limitation Tree, verses 19-25. Friends, God can take a mess and make miracles if you put your hope in Him. He promised that those who hope in me will not be disappointed. In fact, God is able to turn things around so completely and satisfy you so fully that He will do more than merely bring you out of your emotional bondage. He can ever cause you to forget how deep it ever was. I know your hopelessness might seem overwhelming and you might even wonder how you could ever overcome it. But if you will do as Abraham did, We hope when he had known at all. In hope against all hope he believed in the Roman force versus acting. God will honor your trust. He can turn your emotional pain into victorious gain. Thank you so much guys for listening this. And I hope you never lose your hope because God will always see and protect you in every conditions and situations in your life if you like to hear about this please follow cerita iman through this podcast i would hope you have a great day and see you again in the next podcast thank you